I'm Fiona Bartholomeus in for Kyle Paletto, and welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in gaming. Each Sunday, I'll take you through the biggest updates, exciting reveals, and controversies in video games. Here's the news for Sunday, 24th of April. Let's go. For the two of you out there that own VR headsets, we've got a whole swath of virtual reality announcements this week, chiefly from Meta, formerly known as Facebook. Meta shared a large showcase of new games to go along with their recently rebranded MetaQuest 2 headset, including Among Us VR, which sees the hyper-popular multiplayer game from the last few years make a virtual reality perspective shift. Ghostbusters VR, a collaboration with Sony Pictures that sees hunting ghosts with up to three people, kind of reminds me of Phasmophobia a little bit, but with lots of branding tie-ins. NFL Pro Era, some sort of American football situation. Step into the shoes of an NFL quarterback. Imagine you've got giant shoulders, throw those balls and score some touchdowns. This actually looks pretty rad if they pull it off. Cities VR are virtual reality versions of City Skyline for all your immersive town planning needs. City Skylines was a massive hit when it released in 2015, and this version will be coming from Fast Travel Games and will be out on the Quest Store on April 28th. Plus, new content from Resident Evil 4 VR and Beat Saber are on the way. Staying in the metaverse now, while Australians are currently facing a rent price and housing affordability crisis, video games have got you covered if you want to escape from the daily grind and immerse yourself in a virtual world. Or do they? Earlier this year, massively multiplayer online RPG Final Fantasy XIV revealed a brand new system that would be put in place to help fix its own player housing crisis. Previously, housing in Final Fantasy was plagued by price hikes, affordability issues, and a lack of enough plots of lands for everyone on servers. Hmm, sounds familiar. The solution? A lottery-based system where people would be able to bid for their desired plot of land with a deposit and then go into a lottery draw for a chance to win their dream digital home. Gamers across the world place down bids for new locations in the recently opened Foundation Housing in Ishgard, and Oceanic and Australian players prepared for the release of housing across their new data servers with a flurry of bidding and patient waiting. Unfortunately, the lottery process was bugged and players who took part in the lottery were given error messages like the winner bid number was zero, or that there were no participants in the lottery despite hundreds of players signing up. Producer and director Naoki Yoshida has since apologised for the blunder and in a series of updated messages has informed people that a fix is in the works to help resolve lost money in failed bids and to ensure that the correct lottery winners are able to claim their housing in the future. Speaking of MMOs, World of Warcraft's newest expansion has just been announced. It's called Dragonflight and you guessed it, it's all about dragons. Game director Ian Hazakostas in an interview with IGN said it was an exciting opportunity to focus on the lore of dragons, which has been a big part of the Warcraft story. Dragons are something that's always been such a a compelling part of all aspects of World of Warcraft, whether it was Anixia infiltrating the human kingdom back in the very earliest days of WoW storytelling and beyond. And so really excited to just like dive really deep into the nature of dragons and their history and their role in Azeroth. Dragonflight will introduce a new race of people called Drakthea with their own playable class called an Invoker, a ranged attacker and healer. You can opt in to the beta for Dragonflight on the Blizzard website now if you want to check it out early, but there is no release date for the full expansion yet. 
If you've been waiting patiently for a threequel for your Nintendo Switch, well, good news because we've got some updated release dates for both Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and Splatoon 3. You'll be able to pick up the sword-wielding JRPG Xenoblade Chronicles 3 even earlier in a surprising and frankly almost unprecedented move. The release date was moved forward by a couple of months. Originally due to arrive in September, you'll now be able to hack and slash to your heart's content on the 29th of July. And players of the cool squid third-person shooter Splatoon 3 will move into that September release slot that'll be inking its way onto consoles on Friday 9th of September. And for players with the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass subscription and Splatoon 2, from today you can pick up the story-based Octo Expansion DLC for no additional cost. Sticking with Nintendo, rumours are spreading that a Game Boy and Game Boy Advance emulator could be added to the Nintendo Switch subscription service. Some leaked files first appeared on 4chan, then a list of games quickly spread around Twitter, and the evidence is being described as pretty compelling. The fairly extensive list included some of the best handheld games of that generation, and was soon accompanied by screenshots of the games in action, including The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. While these games are just rumours at this stage, it's definitely exciting and some sense seeing as the virtual console stores for 3DS and Wii U, which hosted a lot of these games, would be shutting down next year. Take this all with a grain of salt, it's not like the first time that 4chan has pulled an elaborate prank, but we'll let you know on walkthrough once it's confirmed. According to a report by Stephen Totolo at Axios Gaming, an unnamed worker is alleging that Nintendo has engaged in union-busting actions. The report filed to the American National Labor Relations Board alleges that Nintendo of America and global hiring firm Ashton Carter engaged in behaviour that violated a worker's right to unionise. Details are vague, but complaints include that Nintendo and Ashton Carter engaged in surveillance, threats, retaliation, and potentially a layoff or refusal to hire towards a worker who attempted to form a union. This all comes as the rights of workers in the games industry continue to be a major concern, with many high-profile scandals bringing to light poor industry working conditions and entrenched cultures of sexism, racism and homophobia prominent in many big game studios. It's early days for the complaint and whether it will have an impact on Nintendo, we'll keep you updated as the story develops. Some positive news for Australian gamers this week, as previously banned Space Colony Sim RimWorld will be available again after a short period of restriction. Despite being nearly a decade old, RimWorld was removed from Steam in Australia last month after being reviewed by the Australian Classification Board ahead of its potential console release. But on Wednesday, the board announced this decision has been overturned and will instead be rated R18+. The Australian Classification Board has a really strict set of rules to enforce and that sadly pretty often games are refused classification as there is no mechanism to allow content that breaches the rules to be sold to only adults. Both the Classification Board and numerous government panels have suggested those rules be updated, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of interest from politicians to legislate new criteria. Disco Elysium, Fallout 3 and Left 4 Dead 2 are all examples of games initially banned due to the player receiving positive effects from taking drugs. Even the peaceful, posty simulator Lake was banned because it contained one instance of a player character smoking drugs. If you want to learn more about the complex world of classification games in Australia, Gianni hosted a panel at last year's PAX Australia Online, which breaks it all down for you. We've linked it in our show notes. (laughs) 
Development of the latest installment of the Skate franchise has been solidified this week after a brief video of pre-alpha footage was leaked online. Back in 2020, EA confirmed that the game was in the works, but we've since seen very little in terms of progress for the cult classic franchise. We're only shown around 30 seconds of footage, which shows a skater skating and running around in a textualist world, but for fans of this franchise, it's just great to see renewed confirmation that the game is coming, regardless of how far in the future that might be. That's it for news. Here are the games you'll be able to pick up this week. Hot off the hype from last year's June movie comes the brand new real-time strategy game June Spice Wars. The June IP dominated the RTS genre in the 90s, even cited as the inspiration for games like Warcraft and Starcraft, and this new edition by Shiro Games looks to be another solid entry. It will be out early access for PC on the 26th. Also out on the 26th is The Serpent Rogue, developed by Ukrainian developer Sengi Games. This cel-shaded action-adventure game has the player exploring dark and twisted medieval fantasy environments, battling and taming beasts while mastering botany and alchemy. Looks like a lot of fun, and you can get your hands on this coming Tuesday 26. Rogue Legacy 2 by Celador Games is a rogue light with a unique mechanic, where each time you die, your descendant takes up the quest, but they've got a random characteristic like being colorblind or vegan, or a specific class like swordsman, which means each run is uniquely challenging. Rogue Legacy 2 is out on PC and Xbox on the 28th of April. Bug Snacks, the zany adventure from Octodad developer Young Horses, which was originally a PlayStation exclusive, will arrive on Xbox and Nintendo Switch this week. Explore Snack Tooth Island, meeting critters that are half bug, half food, and find out what happens to people who eat them. It's weird and wonderful, and you can play it on Thursday 28th. After years of waiting, patient Nintendo fans will be able to play an updated version of the smash hit Wii Sports when Nintendo Switch Sports releases this week. What we've seen so far is basically what you would expect, with some old and some new sports all looking crisp on the latest hardware. Nintendo Switch Sports is out on the 29th. Just remember to secure that safety strap before you start swinging wildly at your TV and loved ones. We'll be sharing our thoughts on Nintendo Switch Sports on Mainstream, so make sure you follow our review podcast to see what we think. If you've got 15 minutes, we'll catch you up on the gaming news each Sunday on Walkthrough. And that's it for this week. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name's Fiona Bartholomeus. Thanks so much for listening. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, Fiona Bartholomeus, Kyle Paletto, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer and Gianni Di Giovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune. Thanks to Omni Studio for their support of Sifter. You can find Sifter on social media on Twitter and Instagram by going to at SifterHQ. We post links to all the stories we publish, so it's another way you can keep up to date with great reviews and interviews with creators. So find us on at SifterHQ and give us a follow. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back again with more news next Sunday.